Welcome to the weekly podcast of Crew in Southeast Ohio. I'm Chad Helmer, and I'll be your host. And we're really grateful that you've tuned in to this week's episode of the podcast. This podcast is produced by Crew, and Crew, we're a caring community passionate about connecting people to Jesus Christ. And all across Ohio University and the campuses of Southeast Ohio, God is changing students' lives. And this podcast is dedicated to hear how our relationship with God has turned a student's life around 180 degrees. It's what we call a 180 story. And today, uh, we're excited to get to hear from Caitlin Hunt and hear her story. Hi, Caitlin. Hi. Great to be here. Good. Welcome to the podcast. Yes, virtually, (laughs) uh, which is just about how everything happens at this point. So... Um, well, we, you know, it's our tradition to get to know you a little bit. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you, where are you from? Where's home? Uh, so I'm from North Canton, Ohio. So that's about an hour South of Cleveland, um, right near Canton where the pro football hall of fame is. That's our big claim to fame. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm a senior studying journalism, news and information at the Scripps school. So that's about me. (laughs) That's great. My wife was a journalism major also, but it was before they built that beautiful, uh, it was before they, it was really used to be Baker. Now it's the Schoonover Center. And uh, so she never got to take a class in that incredible building. But that's great. And um, North Canton, uh, what was your high school mascot? We were the Vikings, Hoover Vikings. Vikings, okay. And was there yeah. a lot of pressure uh, being that close to the Pro Football Hall of Fame that your high school team would have a really good football team every year? Honestly, we didn't think too much about it. Um, (laughs) I have to say our football team wasn't the best. Um, I was a marching band in high school, uh, and we never went to states or anything. Um, But in Canton is, I think, a lot of times where they had, like, the state finals just because of the big NFL-sized stadium that they have Mm -hmm. off the highway of Highway 77. So (laughs) that's great. Okay. So football territory, but maybe not uh, football all-star land uh, in terms of your high school. Okay. But (laughs) that's great. And um, tell us an interesting fact, maybe something we don't know about you. So actually last summer, um, keeping with the theme of journalism, I was an intern at the Today Show in New York City. Oh my goodness. Um, So I stayed there for 10 weeks. I've been to New York before, but it was really Mm -hmm. great just to live there and the city was pretty much everything I imagined it mm-hmm. to be, both good and bad, but I hope sure. to go back someday for sure. That's great. And you said that was last summer? Yes, last summer. Okay, so not pandemic summer, but the summer before. No, no, before this whole That's pandemic great. happened. I was supposed to go this summer um, as well and do another internship at another morning TV show, but okay. it did not work out, unfortunately. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I'm, I'm grateful that you got to do that on a summer when you could. I'm sure plenty of things got canceled for this summer. So that's, yes. that's great that you were able to do that. Fantastic. Well, hey, we're excited to hear your story. Tell us a little bit about what was life like before kind of life transformation in that 180 moment? What, what did life used to be like? So I grew up in the church. Um, both of my parents uh, were from the South, Baptist, um, very involved in their own churches growing up as well. So that was something natural um, that I would become and be a part of. Um, and so I, I think around the age of eight, I accepted Christ just because I heard in Sunday school how great it would be um, to accept him. He'll hang out with you, be in your heart always. And I just thought that sounded really cool, especially mm-hmm. to eight-year-old me. That sounds awesome. Yep. Um, but then like a lot of people, I got to middle school and high school, probably the roughest (laughs) ages Mm -hmm. there are out there. And in middle school, I really just started struggling to make friends. And even the friends that I did have, they weren't necessarily 
good friends. They like to make fun of me in front of me and behind my back. And I just really felt like a lot of times in my life, I was the butt of everyone's sort of jokes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then finally I did reach high school and it got a little bit better. Um, I found some Christian friends and I really got more involved in my church. Um, mm-hmm got involved with some more Bible studies. And I thought things were like really sort of looking up. Mm -hmm. Um, But unfortunately I found myself with a friend who identified as a Christian, but um, it sort of turned into a really toxic like friendship. I felt Mm -hmm. really manipulated by her, sort of abused by her. um, And it was just really hard. And it really came to like a climax during like my junior and like senior year of high school. Um, I was dealing a lot with anxiety. and some depressed thoughts as well. And fortunately I was able to go to a counselor and sort of work those things out Mm -hmm. um, for that, for the time being. Um, But then I started entering college and I thought things were going to get so much better um, just because I was in a new environment. I was going to make new friends. Um, But out of the gate, (laughs) I sort of start, um, started struggling really hard just because my roommate and I ended up not being a good fit together. I was, had a hard time coming to Ohio University just because of the reputation that they had with partying and stuff. And I just Mm -hmm. said, I don't want to be a part of that, but it's very Mm -hmm. hard to find friends who weren't a part of that. Um, But one of the first things that I did end up doing on campus was finding a Christian organization. So I Mm -hmm. found crew and -hmm. that was great. And I was starting to make friends as well, but um, I still had issues carrying these weight of like issues that I had in middle school and high school with feeling very worthless, not worthwhile Mm -hmm. as a person. And I just sort of carried them to college with me. Um, And I ended up spending a lot of time by myself, not really interacting with people, um, Mm -hmm. going to my classes, uh, maybe going to some groups and stuff, but really being closed off to the world. Um, And unfortunately, I really started having some very dark, dark thoughts um, Mm -hmm. about myself in life. And I just really did not see any hope (laughs) at that point in my life. But I was really looking back, like before really coming to Christ, I think I was very abusive towards myself and I took Hmm. a lot out on myself um, and just really put a lot of worth on like what people had to say about me. Mm -hmm. Um, Not even taking into account that it's more of a reflection of them than on me, but I was very abusive, I think towards myself, which was not okay at all. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. I mean, I think those are can be challenging things to share and I mean we've we've heard some other kind of more raw stories on the podcast and I think the thing I'm grateful for is those are things that people can relate to you know what I mean Mm -hmm. they're honest things that I think a lot of people struggle with and it's fascinating too that um you know you can remember all the way back to middle school those kinds of comments people would make about you or behind your back or maybe to your face um and that would continue into toxic relationships in high school. But, you know, it's been said before, kind of the you messages of childhood become the I messages of adulthood. That what people say about you when you're young, we sort of tend to internalize those, right? And it can be hard to shake them. And so I think it it makes a lot of sense that it's not as though you just left that toxic friendship or left that toxic, you know, school environment and then it went away. That does, that's not how it works, right? It's, it's then kind of deep in the way we think about ourselves. And so that's, that makes a lot of sense to me. So tell me, how did the 180 happen? And what happened uh, that led to life transformation? So it actually sort of happened more recently, like my life transformation, honestly. Um, I had been involved with crew my freshman and sophomore years. Um, mm-hmm. And sophomore year, I started um, 
assisting and helping with a Bible study just because I really still felt really passionate um, towards the Lord and being mm -hmm. with the movement. Sure. Um, and honestly, during those dark times, one thing that really helped me and helped me hold on was just um, being able to be around Christians and uh, having a positive light. So mm -hmm. still being involved in church helped. Um, but it really didn't hit me until last fall um, when I went to my first fall retreat. Mm -hmm. um, and we had an activity, a women's activity, where um, we all just sort of stood up um, for one another. Um, we had filled out a questionnaire prior um, to just some questions about, have you ever felt this way? Have you ever felt less than? Have you ever looked in the mirror and not liked what you saw? Mm -hmm. um, just some very basic like comments um, that we just sort of all marked down and then we were all tossed them around and everyone mm -hmm. got someone they didn't know. And we ended up standing up for one another and showing like, Hey, we're also like going through this. And it just really hit me then and there, how it was so, how the Lord did not like how I was treating myself personally, just hmm. because he has created us in his image and mm -hmm. he has created us to be a certain way and to carry out a certain part of like his mission. And it just mm -hmm. really hit me then and there just like, it was not okay how I was treating myself. Hmm. Um, and it really needed to, you know, make a change towards that. And so sure. it just really changed me in that moment. I came away from that weekend and I was just like praying a lot. Okay, what can I do? What can I do to like really change? Cause I've considered myself to be a Christian my whole life. So it's like, where do I go from there? So mm -hmm. I really reached out to like my friends and crew and some mm -hmm. of my friends back home who are also um, Christians just to see what do I do now? And I just really started diving more and more like into the word and, um, it completely opened my eyes and it honestly has changed my life for the better. Uh, mm -hmm. That's incredible. Well, I think, um, one of the things that's so powerful about this activity that, uh, you know, this stand up for your sister activity that you did at fall retreat, mm -hmm. I think, um, it reminds us of a couple of things. One that, um, you know, it's been said the, the ground is level at the foot of the cross, that when we look around, um, the reality is, is that we're all, you know, it's universal that we're broken, needy people, uh, desperate for a savior. And um, sometimes we can tend to think there are certain problems or people's issues are worse than ours or better than ours, or I wish I had somebody else's struggles and not my own. Um, but the reality is, is that they're, uh, they're far more common than we think they are. And I think that's one of the powerful, um, you know, things that, that come out in that activity that you see other people who struggle with what you do. Um, but then it's this also this incredible reminder that the gospel is sufficient to address those kinds of exactly. things. Um, mm -hmm. And so, uh, so Jesus is, is, is powerful. He's capable to deliver us from those kinds of challenges um, from, from guilt, from condemnation, from sin, from, uh, from those feelings you're describing of feeling worthless and reminding us, I think in the power of the gospel that God loved us enough that he gave his own son. That's how much he values us. And often it's, we have to be reminded. Um, and of course you can go too far with this, but often we have to be reminded that God cares far more about us sometimes than we do about ourselves. And, uh, and so, um, yeah, no, I, I don't think, uh, you know, the way that goes wrong is when we think we're God's gift to creation or something. Um, but I, exactly. think, I think far too often it's the the challenge of being reminded that God loves me enough that he thinks I'm worth it, you know, to send his son to mm -hmm. die out of love for me. So um, that's that's awesome. And then tell me, what's what's life been like since last fall? Tell me about other things, you know, change, transformation, other things that are going on in life since then. 
Yeah, I've really seen a change like in my personality and obviously my outlook on life. Mm-hmm. Um, I just see like there's so much potential in me as mm-hmm. a Christian, as a you know daughter of Christ to like carry out his mission and also mm-hmm. just do great things like in his name. I'm like, there is hope beyond mm-hmm. like this maybe small moment of time where I'm like really upset or really down, but God has like this great plan for me ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, and really just relying and meditating like on that, that, you know, he knows what's going to happen in the future. Um, mm-hmm. I just got to let it go, which has really helped with my anxiety um, as well. Mm-hmm. Not to say I still don't struggle with anxiety here and there, sure. but um, it's, it lessens that load and like weight that I have. Um, mm-hmm. But I've just continued to just, surround myself with people who are really just supportive, like in my walk. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, I have a lot of friends like in crew through like discipleship as well. And my friends um, just that I have that we started like our own Bible study. It's been really helpful. Um, and just really just studying more of like the word. I remember one of the first things that I did was go to the bookstore and buy like a brand new Bible, like a mm-hmm. study Bible. I was like, this is going to be a completely new me. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just going to read and study it. So like this year, I've just been reading, honestly, just reading through the Bible. I started in Genesis. I'm like in second Samuel right now, just That's reading great. and trying to um, understand what the Lord says about, you know, our history as like Christians mm-hmm. and what he wants to do. So I've just spent more time learning about him. And it's so different than like, even before when I was like growing up and reading the Bible, because now it's like a genuine Mm-hmm. want to do rather than oh I guess I guess I should do it it's I can tell that it's a genuine love of learning especially about him so it's, that's it's, great it's been great <laughs> that's awesome well I think that's so fun and I'm I'm reminded of Paul's words in Romans 12 he says don't be conformed to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind and I think about um you know uh, part of the process in reading scripture is that our minds are renewed. We take things that we believe that weren't true, maybe things that we believe that weren't true about ourselves or about others or about the world we live in, and we renew our minds with things that are true from God's Word. And uh, and Paul says that's how life transformation happens. It just continues this ongoing process of replacing false beliefs with true ones. And so, um, so I love the enthusiasm that you have for reading <laughs> the Bible, and I'm impressed that you, you um, I rarely, I, I never tell people to start in Genesis, because, you know, you get through, Gen- you start in Genesis, but by the time you get to Numbers or Deuteronomy, you're asking yourself, what's going on here? But you've persevered, yeah. and you're in Second Samuel, so I'm encouraged. <laughs> yeah. I think that's great. Yeah, Numbers, I have to admit, Numbers and Deuteronomy <laughs> was really rough. I talked to my dad about it. I was like, are we just counting people yes. here? He like, yes. <laughs> that's all that really like really happens but I was like I'll get through to like you know I guess Mm -hmm. every everything in the bible's good stuff but that's right the more story good stuff yeah I guess I sure and it's amazing I found people that love reading all those numbers and sort of trying to imagine historically how some of these things played out and then there are some people that just say hey hurry up and I just want to hurry up and get to the, you know, get to the, the stories that I'm familiar with or things that yeah. I've heard before. And so, but you're, you're there, you're in the Samuel. So there's lots of yeah. stories there. That's great. So, mm-hmm. well, Caitlin, I'm so encouraged. I think this is awesome. I'm so grateful that you took time to, to think about and prepare your story to share with us. And, um, and we're reminded that we're always in process, that God continues to grow and change us and transform us. And so I'm grateful for the work he has done in your life, grateful for what he's going to continue to do. And I'm grateful that he brought you to crew and that you've been such an important part of this community for your time here at OU. So really grateful for that. So thanks for your thanks for your time preparing this. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks. You bet.
Thanks to our listeners for tuning into this episode of the 180 Podcast, a production of Crew in Southeast Ohio. If you enjoyed this episode, please give it a like, a share, or leave an encouraging comment, and that will go a long way toward helping others hear about the podcast. The podcast isn't the only thing that we do. Whether you're a student living on campus or if you're still at home studying virtually, we'd encourage you to check us out on social media to hear more about what's going on. You can follow us on Instagram at crew at OU, or to learn more about who we are and what we do, head over to our website, crew at OU.org. We'd encourage you if you visit the site to complete our involvement form to get more connected to all the things that are happening. Thanks for joining us. We look forward to seeing you next Thursday for another episode of the 180 Podcast. 